Greetings and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast, episode 431. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinstein. Yo. And Tony Korkanakis. Hello, hello. Welcome guys, welcome listeners, welcome viewers to 431 of the Gamecast. Whew. Uh, we have, yeah, whew. we've got a lot of news, uh, not a lot, well, pretty good amount of news, and, oh, hang on, sorry, getting work calls. Um, I'm going to get into this, hang on, I will, I didn't. I just got distracted in the middle, beginning of the podcast, yeah, oh, oh, oh. sorry, uh, sorry those guys, I was getting work calls as I'm in the middle of the podcast, but, um, all right. I want to get this kicked off with what we've been up to, and then we have a topic for tonight. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to say I'm all jarbled. We have a topic for tonight of, uh, what is our topic, Tony? Oh, uh, <laughs> did we decide? Uh, I don't think we did. I don't, yeah, I was waiting for you guys to chime in. Announcing, games, announcing <laughs> games too soon uh, is our topic of the night. We, we did decide. Um, so, you know, so obviously uh, the news, one of the news pieces we're going to talk about is a game that got, probably got announced too soon, uh, obviously. And it, it's happened a lot, and we're going to get into that in the, in, in the episode, and we're going to discuss that. Um, so, uh, anyways, let's first get into what you've been up to. Um, who wants to kick us off? Uh, Mike. How about okay. You? Um, so, Ashley got back into Spyro, so I've played it a little, too. Nice. <laughs> um. Some of the, I mean, she likes the second Spyro because that's the one she remembers. So we got past mm-hmm. some, some difficulty walls and stuff, and did a mm-hmm. few things. And it's funny because there's some things that, like, if I do for her, I'll be better at it. But there's other things where, like, she's definitely better than me at it because I just don't get the controls that easily <laughs> yet. Mm-hmm. But so it's interesting. Um, it's it's kind of like a study in video game literacy for me to see or like be good at a game. <laughs> It's a different thing, but uh, yeah, Spyro's all right. It's sometimes you can tell it's kind of based on an old thing, but other times it feels like we're p- playing Mario again, which we have also played this week. <laughs> yeah. More, more Mario uh, Odyssey. Still, you know, solid, still fun. And then I played a bit of uh, Smash Brothers: The World of Light mode again, and um, I actually <laughs> played my switch for the first time like pro- portably <laughs> while waiting in a car dealership so i did that finally um nice. it was fine although smash brothers is not the best game to do that with but it's okay probably yeah um and, and it's cool uh just the world of light mode apparently is twice as long as i thought it would be <laughs> um because <laughs> i've reached a point that seemed like it should have been the end and it looks like oh wait do like everything like twice as much <laughs> so i'm i'm mixed about that i'm half like all right cool there's a lot more to do and then the other half is like jesus christ okay <laughs> but i uh, know it's a uh, it's pretty cool i'm i every time i play it i want to stop and go to like the uh, spirit screen just to like see where everything is from that i found and like all this stuff and all the information but I never do. I just go back into the story. <laughs> so because there's just so much information in that game, it's a little bit of an overload for me. <laughs> just like, oh, these games. I don't know any of these games. Like, I kind of know that, but who is that? It's crazy. It really is like every like video game thing like imaginable just jammed into there. It's just so much history and information and music. It's it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, um, there's some stuff where like they put a spirit in there and like. 
because Nintendo, like Nintendo alone has so many obscure franchises and mm-hmm. stuff that is just like it, you know like you know whatever. But like Sakura's like you know what like this this game this franchise this one game needed some reputation. Like what ended up really surprised me actually was uh they had a spirit for uh Alexandra uh, Roivas the, who is the main protagonist of Eternal Darkness, which Nintendo has like never uh, acknowledged ever since that game. It's just like yeah. fuck that franchise. All over like, here is like why isn't this ever come exactly? Back? Yeah, so I was just like mm-hmm. well you know maybe there's hope now maybe there's hope. Yeah, I know. I mean, there's again. I'm still getting surprised by stuff like that. There's a whole <laughs> Street Fighter like area. It's a slight spoiler, I guess. <laughs> oh, that was so fun, wasn't it? Just like, yeah. like, like the way you just zoom around. I'm like, and and I made it a point to actually like make sure I look at what the spirit is from before I fight, just so I'm like, oh, this is why this character is trying to look that way. And it's kind of crazy what they do with the me right? fighters because yeah. the me fighters end up looking like the character more yeah. or less. Most yeah. of the time, it's kind of crazy. So yeah, it's real cool that way. And I've also played Sea of Thieves again uh, with my friends, which was ah, uh, they hooked you. They're they're way into it. I'm like, okay, we'll do it. But <laughs> they're just like, how much do we need to change our sails? I'm like, it's meaningless. But all right, we'll spend this time getting all this. this... The the one thing we finally did is we killed a ghost ship, which was our first like major like accomplishment because it's hard to kill things when you don't know what you're doing early on. The problem, the problem with that is, what reward did you get for it? Um, some money. <laughs> I mean, so the money, reward is to have fun with your friends. We we did get. I did. Get a, <laughs> That's the true no, reward. <laughs> I did get an. We did get an achievement though for sinking our first ship. So that was something. Yay! <laughs> achievements. Achievement and money for cosmetics. That's the co- something. It, my my point of with that game would have been far better had had the uh, loot been actual like interchangeable. You could upgrade your gun if you killed that ship and you got a special gun. How cool would that have been? Like, yeah. I don't understand why they never put that into that game. I guess they wanted everyone on equal footing. It's a, yeah, but it, that, that's what that's that's treasure collecting. That's treasure hunting. Is you want to have that better stuff? Well, yeah, and you do. Yeah, you you get. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It is kind of a little bit of a discussion on the whole idea of an open world, like how you make it fair but make progression matter. So sure. I mean, yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about that more. We're going to get into that in just a second. But, uh, Tony, what have you been up to? Uh, I have been playing Resident Evil 2 Remake. Nice. Um, so it was one of those things. Seventy-nine percent where... of people started as Leon. Yeah. Um, I did. <laughs> so it's one of those things where my brother's like the Resident Evil fanatic. Um, so this was my birthday gift to him. Um, so I got it for him, uh, the deluxe edition, and watched did you it play. Did you get the book? No, I'm so mad. Best Buy fucking like sold out quick. Like, I was yeah. like, "Where's the fucking steelbook?" He's like, "Didn't give me one." And I like looked online. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, but that game is amazing, and honestly, that is the way to do a proper remake of a classic game. Because the thing is, like, and we talked about this a bit recently with like the PlayStation Classic, where you know a lot of those early 3D games, i.e., the PS1 and the N64. Um, and I'll even loop in Saturn there. Um, they just have not aged very well. Polygons, um, man. They didn't. Graphically, they, graphically, they haven't aged well. And I think the controls, like, people are still figuring out 3D controls. So it's just, like, and Resident Evil in particular is a very bad combination of both yeah. of those things. They have their own control screen, the tank controls. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, that's that's why I was having trouble with Spyro, because I'm like, why can't I lock onto someone? Yeah. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think that. Yeah, I, I think those controls. Uh, I just remembered, like, why can't I turn faster? He's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so this game is just a, a modern, obviously third-person shooter of it, and 
um, honestly, just like the demo, it's it's amazing every aspect of it. And uh, like I said before, uh, Capcom Redemption arc. And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if, if if you guys have you guys ever played Resident Evil Two in particular. Um, you know what's uh, funny is I don't remember. Uh, yes, yes, I have. Uh, I, all I really remember about that game though is that gun store yeah. in like the beginning. Like it's really the thing that stands out now, in my mind. So that's a. Uh, I'm thank you for bringing that up. This was the okay. scripted listeners uh, and viewers, but um, what they I, I think they did really cool was uh, there's some aspects of the original game where they kind of like it's, it's in the game, what's but happened. they twist yeah. right. They twist when and or how it happens. Uh, to make you know, returning players guessing like, oh, what are they gonna do with that? Um, so it's just really cool. Um, there's a character that is he like? Sorry, I just to okay. kinda, um Because you don't actually enter the front of the police station in the original game. I, I don't think. Yeah, no, I, think, I thought it was the side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, whoa, what, what am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> and but, there's a boss in the beginning that you um, go into, I think. Yeah. That you don't go into in yeah. this one. Yeah. So it, it's just really cool. Um, even like. Uh, some of the infamous sequences, like um, you walk, walk by this one window, and that's when you're supposed to see the first liquor that doesn't appear for a while. Then afterwards, but you run past that window and you don't see it. So then you're like, "Wait a second! Like, what's going on? I was expecting this, and I'm and now it's not." And it's just like I had a great introduction later yeah. on. But uh, the game is really fantastic. I would recommend it to anybody that's a fan of the horror movie or horror the horror genre, survival mm -hmm. horror. Or even like action games because it is really intense. Um, there's actually a segment in the game where um, there are ca there's a character that like kind of chases you around the uh, police station. So it's like you have to juggle like where and what do you need to do, solving puzzles, avoiding zombies, while like this fucking asshole just chases you throughout. And you're just like, I can't deal with this right now. It's like one of those things where like I don't have time for your shit. Um, so I really really recommend it. Um, it it's a good game. Uh, the other thing is, uh, I didn't do it yet, but we have breaking news. Uh, Smash Brothers just got updated to 2.0 or whatever it is, and they released Piranha Plant. So I just oh, hard cool. to see, but oh, yeah, just yeah, download yeah. that. So Michael, just a reminder: um, if you just got the physical version, the card, yeah, uh, you know how to redeem the the coins or whatever. I have no idea what I'm doing with anything. You press, like, I think the <laughs> start button while you're hovering over the game in the home mm -hmm. menu, and it's, like, register to your account. Uh, that way you can get Piranha Plant for free. Uh, okay. It expires in two days, so you got to do four days. Uh, so that'll that. be cool. Uh, looking right. forward to that. But, yeah, that's it. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, Corey, what have you been up to? I also played Resident Evil 2. Yeah. So, so just like Tony was saying, uh, it, they took a great you. game. Like, it was a fantastic game when it first came out. Mm -hmm. um, and they improved on it here. And they gave players that played the original game something new yeah. to enjoy. Where I think that, you know, it's like, yeah, we have this game. You can play it. If you hook all your stuff up, you can still play it or get it, you know, digitally somehow or whatever. But we're going to redo this entire game and skirt expectations and make it feel new to people who've been fans of this game already at the same time take the good stuff and make it even better yep. and take the bad stuff and just like leave it behind yeah yeah it's like and then obviously with the graphics they could just do so much more with yeah. the horror yeah. and this is not like suspense horror this is more it's slasher action. yeah yeah it's like so um it's the birth of leon action hero kennedy so exactly uh, <laughs> yeah that's one of the, the uh touches i really love about the game because in the original like Again, early early days, you know, yeah. whatever. They still figure stuff out. But the characters feel so much more human and alive in this because, like, while you're fighting, um, they have, like, 
I don't know how much audio they have, but like, for instance, if you're shooting at a zombie and you keep missing, or like it's not dying, like the character will actually be like fuck or like shit or you know they'll have actual reactions like you'd expect a person to have. So um, I'm sure there's a limited amount, obviously, but uh, I think it's just a really cool touch because it's like ah, like damn it, like you know, it's like you know stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. So cool. yeah, no, it's um, like I said, it's just really well done as far as bringing a game back to life and then giving new things for players to experience that or experience this game before. Yeah. So I appreciate that a lot. And there's a, there's talk about them doing resident evil three now uh, like mm-hmm. this. Uh, yeah. How yeah. they've I done think, one technically they've already done. Yeah. One. My, my, my next question to you, Corey is how excited are you that code Veronica might get a shot? <laughs> if I, mean, I, may, I may even be able to finish that game. You might be able to finally finish it. The yep. game that you love, but never finished. Yeah, uh, you know, it's crazy. Like, I mean, if you haven't heard the story, I had it on Saturn, uh, and I got to the end boss and got stuck everything. in the Wait, Code Veronica was on Saturn? No, I thought it was Saturn a, first. That was a Dreamcast. That was Dreamcast game. Oh, Dream, was it Dreamcast? That's Dreamcast. what I meant. Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Whatever, whatever. Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Just make sure I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, what? For the record, for the record, like, this is the short, short version. He raved about this game for all, all the time he was playing it. So go on. <laughs> no, I, and, yeah, I got to the end boss, and I got stuck in a state... Uh, a death loop because it auto saved and I had no more health at that time and just one hit died like respawned in got hit and died respawned in got hit and died I was like what the heck I can't do anything and I was like well I'm not going to go back and play this entire game right now I never I never beat it either because um I think like at the end you go to like some new section and you can't backtrack anymore uh, and I just didn't have enough ammo or and or heal something right. like that and I was just like fuck this and, and like I'm not the type. See, it's interesting to me because, like, Resident Evil fans are, like, their own genre of video game players. Like, me, I'll play, like, Resident Evil, and I'll enjoy it. But my yeah. brother, like, he'll play it, beat it, play, like, he, he beat Claire. Oh, Apple, too. Yeah, like, yeah, Apple, too, yeah. yeah. And then they'll go and do, like, uh, Run B or Second Run or whatever the hell it's called, where it's, like, slightly twisted. And then, like, because the th- – and, and Capcom knows this because they, they tailor the trophies and achievements to it. And then it's like, to, if you want to platinum it or want that yeah. perfect uh, gamer score, it's like, now you have to beat it in under like three hours. Or now you have to beat it without activating one of the chest, uh, like chests in the game. Or you uh, beat the game without using a healing item. You're just like, what the fuck? Like, and these people do it. Like, my brother is just like, yeah, I probably beat Resident Evil 1 like two dozen times in my life. I'm just like, wow. But like, wow. you get so proficient at the game. Like, you can do it in like two hours. You know, it's just yeah. like yeah. crazy. Yeah, the mark of a good game patterns. is when like it takes you forever to do it the one time, but when you finally do it, you just keep yeah. doing it over and over. That's the mark of a good game. Yep. So, um, but Corey, what else? What's yeah. going on? Um, and then uh, I uh, played Anthem demo. That's, that's what I've been waiting oh. on. That's, that's really all I played as well. Um, so, so I thought I'd jump yeah, in here. no, definitely. Um, I, I actually enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. The um, thing I that I I want to talk a lot of, about the good stuff, but I just want to mention this. Obviously, I did not experience the big like problems with it because i didn't play it the first day <laughs> I and did. it seemed to seem to have a much better you know success um, on the second day it was it was unplayable for me the first day so yeah, i ended up like. i ended up getting it and then finding all the problems reading about all the problems that's when i posted on our our chat and then i i, I posted i was downloading it and stuff and then i went to play it and i'm like this is not playable at this point so i waited and then i played it the next day and it was much better day two yeah um, no, and I, I enjoyed what i played uh yeah the thing that seems weird is I'm so used to Destiny, and in Destiny you're in third person in in social areas, and then you're in first person in game 
like action areas. And then this game's reversed. You're in third person during your action sequences, and then first person during like the social stuff. And I'm like, Tower. this is so weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why they did this. So, like, how well, I know it? why because I mean, this this actually has a good. Um, this actually has a mark of. It still has that Bioware feel in terms of the third person action game, where it's like, and the combat feels a lot like it's drawn from. Yes, uh, I mean, definitely got the Mass Effect Three. Yeah. It has a feel of that in the combat. Oh, absolutely. With the powers. Um, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. You definitely feel like you're playing Mass Effect 3 uh, as far as... It's and now you have a lot of fun with Mass Effect 3. It's combat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so and yeah. The thing, though, is like, there's no reason to be in first per- third person, really, though, in my opinion. Like, I, I disagree. I like Don't it. you want to like see it. those suits that you're probably going to smell? Here's why. Corey, yeah. th- there is a reason, because they're going to try to sell you that reason in terms no, of... No, I understand. I mean, um, that's that's fine, but that's what emotes are for. Well, I think... No, but I, I... You know what, though? I'm so... I actually like the third person, oh, like that kind of over-the-shoulder thing. It's funny, because third person shooters are like, unheard of back in, before like, Gears of War. But I'm, I'm saying, like, I think they that... Work. Your first person has done so much that I like the fact that they did this differently, and I, I do think the the flight in this game is amazing. Sure, and, really that's, and you can do that. flight in third person. I'm just talking when I'm shooting, like I don't really like the third. You person. You want to zoom back out and see your character and see you fly around? No, Absolutely. I think this is, I think the transition is better in the third person view. Well, no, when you're flying, yeah, and then you can zoom back. It's just like in Destiny combat. Yeah, in Destiny they do it all the time. You flip back and forth between first and third person. Yeah, I guess that's true. So I mean, it's not like it's un- like you can't do it. Oh, good night, bud. Was, um, obviously, the, for those wondering, I mean, um, the game's not perfect at all. Uh, at all, the performance is shit. And I will not. I didn't have any big problems on day two. Um, on what? I had issues with it loading infinitely, and I also had it crashing, and I also had it. Yeah. If random enemies. So far, I, I luckily knock on wood and have any issues. But. Okay, I know I had problems. I had random enemies spotting, uh, popping up. I had uh, issues uh, dropping. I dropped a lot of games. Um, uh, I also had issues with um, uh, infinite, infinite like life on enemies on occasion. Like you just shoot them and nothing happens. But I think that was la- I think that was lag related mm-hmm. on the server. Sure. Um, and then. Um, but I thought overall, I thought the combat was very well done, and the flight is excellent. So they've nailed that. I really part do like the transition between flight and shooting, and like yeah. being able to maneuver as easily as you can in this I, game. I honestly think they have something with that, but I will not in the second, not at all, at all, say that this will have enough content because I don't believe it. I don't believe there will be enough content to make it. I think it's going to have the same problem as all the other, like Destiny and mm-hmm. Destiny. There's probably enough. Con- there's probably 20 hours of content in this game, and for a game that's supposed to last for yeah. uh, years and years, like 20 hours of content is going to feel like nothing. It's going to be killed in one day for a lot of people, and I feel like um, they're going to learn that lesson again, like everybody else does. Uh, and so, I I feel like um, I'm going to give this game a shot because uh, I want to believe the Bioware. Can be- <laughs> I want to believe. That's the best way to put it. Like I want Bioware to give me something. Give me something. Show me something. I want. I want you to be what I remember. And I think this game's combat and this game's um, uh, the the world they built and the look of it looks fantastic. Uh, they just need a lot of for for the, how close it is to launching. Uh, it's it's they got a lot of work patching wise. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do next. If this week. The demo came out like two months ago. I'd feel a lot better about. Sure. Them. Sure. Absolutely. So but this demo came out like, this feels like a few weeks before it's relaunched. It's this like, feels ah. like, um, do you remember the Titanfall 1 demo when they brought the thing out and it was like a, a, 
a like a C build and it was like not running at full resolution and it, this feels like that and I'm like this is not that and this is like an alpha. Not yeah, a, not even a beta. That's right. It's that's what that's it. I mean, it's and yet it's coming out in a month. When's yeah. coming out? Yeah. So uh, they got a lot of work. now. Next week it's another open beta. It's the open beta next week, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, they, 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 that'll tell. That's a tell all right there. I think. So yeah. we'll see. So but no, I, I agree though. I I do want to see this do well and hopefully it can be that like, game like, that you know kind of takes. The Destiny um, spot for me, yeah, but Mike, I think I Mike, I think this has appeal for you, um, honestly. You know, I've seen uh, some things about the gameplay and like the actual That's gameplay. That's all I'm saying. The gameplay. Good. I, yeah. <laughs> I know, think I'm how natural they make the, the controls because I was like, kind of like. Mm, looks like the best Iron Man game so far. You know what it was? It's like as soon as I got in the world, it, it felt it reminded me of Mass Effect, so I felt like I knew what I was doing almost immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think they, they somehow carry that into it right. I mean, there's different, obviously it's a little different, but it's it's pretty close. The one thing, now, I, the other thing I don't like, I can't say one thing, because there are a few things, but obviously the other thing is like, when you get an item drop, you can't use it right away. You have to no, wait until no. the mission's over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, I also got shot crazy to support this. <laughs> I also got shot through barriers, so that, that happened too. Yeah. Cheap shots, but whatever. Um, the game is definitely on my radar. I'm just not sure about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, launch, you're, launch you're, time. You're I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, right. probably wait six months to see where it's at. Yeah, let's let's move on to get some gaming news, though. Um, let's talk about. Uh, hang on, I gotta get the gaming news open here. Let's talk about. Oh, we, well, we're not gonna start with that. Let's start with um, Resident Evil Two shipped three million units in the uh, what the first is that the first week? Yeah. Wow, three million units globally. Uh, so this is why they're talking about doing a Resident Evil three. Uh, <laughs> rumored to be in the works before, yeah. but oh, was it? Yeah, okay. somebody on Era that's supposedly an insider has already said like three is all but confirmed. They're just playing it up, you know, okay. to tease fans. But uh, yeah, three million copies is pretty damn good for the first week. Um, see how yeah. far it can go. I mean, I, I definitely think it could double that at least. So for six is pretty good. Yeah. And I mean, it was definitely a high budget, but it's not like an absurd budget. Um, yeah, you know, I still want to put it like traditional triple A, like Western stuff. So um, it's good, okay. good, but um, yeah, the other news we have uh, have the oh, Spider Man four, uh, the Spider Man PS four got two new um, suits in DLC. Mike, did you see that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't care, but, but hey, they're Fantastic Four inspired. <laughs> they're fantastic Four. We knew that this was going to happen. I mean, it's a little better than I feared. There's two suits instead of one, but. I don't know. Like I need, I need something to do with them now, and there's nothing new to do. So it's oh, cool, I guess. It's, but it's okay, I got you. I got you. Just suits. <laughs> At least yeah, they but... got the bag one. I was like, wait, wait, I, was the... get, I thought they were only do yeah. one. Were these free? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that. They give you free. Well, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, but I'm just to play again. I need content, not a no. suit. Right. <laughs> so I'm glad I skipped the DLC for now because I'll have all this waiting for me when I get in there when it goes discount. Exactly, Game of the Year edition. Yep. Oh. yep. Um, real quick, I want to go back to Resident Evil 2. So Capcom sure, right. announced yeah. that they're getting um, releasing three uh, story packs, actually, um, really? in two weeks are free. I know, mm -hmm. it's crazy, right? Like Capcom. Uh, yeah. But uh, it's really cool because there's three characters that, uh, not like main characters, they're actually uh, residents of Raccoon City that didn't make it out of the ordeal. And it's like they're how like what happened to them and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so you you encounter them during the game uh, at certain points with either the two characters. But I think it's really cool that they're doing this because it's like just expanding the lore and the story and whatnot. Yeah. It's just like, oh, like 
brings more of that tragic aspect because you know obviously the main characters are like action heroes and you know nothing's ever going to happen to them but not everybody's an action hero so yeah 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 no nobody not everybody's leon action hero kennedy yep. uh, so uh yeah so hey, you have be like a chris redfield where he punches a boulder <laughs> in uh, resident Evil 5 if you've never seen that clip <laughs> uh, uh, all right um wow uh resident evil got ridiculous after four didn't it yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember talking about five and the whole like the white man in the black. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? The boulder sequence. If you don't remember, honestly, just go to YouTube after the the podcast mm-hmm. and just do Chris Redfield punches boulder, and it is like the best thirty seconds. I guarantee you'll see all day. I guarantee. You. Okay. I mean, seven. Like there was two games after. There's five and six were weird, but then seven was like kind of a. I mean, seven was still weird, but it was returned to like more like. Horror, like it was a suspense horror more than it was. Um, yeah, but I don't know, I just don't think it worked. I think, especially now with Resident Evil 2 already uh doing better than Seven did, I think they're like, Yep, no, that was a cool experiment. You want to be an action hero and shoot zombies, so right, exactly. And that's the thing is, like, you know, I I know, Mike, we got uh into a little discussion between the difference between that and walking, but like, Resident Evil is all about like action survival, not just like I mean, I don't mind them doing like a seven network once in a while. I don't know, the spin off stuff is is I just I just think of a series and like you can't have like non-stop action like you would in a game or a movie so that's why i'm thinking oh it'll skew a little closer to walking dead than i don't know what you would expect from resident evil normally mm. maybe oh, we didn't talk about that sorry i all in <laughs> uh let's see next in a bit of news we have microsoft going uh big for e3 because nobody else is uh so <laughs> and they have to spencer came out and said that they uh were thinking about should they try to save money should they you know do their own thing but they said no we're gonna go big on e3 uh so they're gonna see it as they, they showed 52 games last year what's sure. bigger than that they're going bigger than last year he says now obviously he's the hype man so he's supposed to say stuff like this He's supposed to say that, uh, but they're looking at talking about um, Xbox brand. Uh, we have millions of customers. Uh, we see them on a phone or another device. Um, I just, I, I don't know, man. Like, I just don't. I can't the imagine they're going to show huh? much. Like, honestly, like, do you expect we're going to see like Scarlet before? E3? I think we're going to. I think they're going to show their cloud. This, this is talking about their cloud uh, gaming that streaming. Yeah. Platform. I think we're going to see something with that. I think they're going to show their Xbox, like whatever the Xbox Now version, the PlayStation Now thing, I think they're going to show something like that for uh, what they're bringing. Mm. Uh, so I think they really do show something like that at this E3. I don't know if we'll get Scarlet, though. I think that's its own event. So that's my theory. I just, I mean, I just, I think they're holding anything interesting for Scarlet, obviously. Like, sure. I don't know what we're going to see. We're going to get Halo Infinite. We're going to get Gears 5. Um, you think they're going to show Halo Infinite? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. You think it's- you think it's Xbox One? I think it's going to be both. I think it's both. Uh, yeah. I know we talked about it. I just wanted to see it. Yeah, right. I think it's both. <laughs> and I think Gears 5 is both. Um, everything that comes out now this year for Microsoft. That's, that's Microsoft. Oh, no, so. weird. I forgot to mention this. You know Crackdown 3 is two weeks away and they have shown nothing for this? Nobody cares. Yet. It's going to be a disaster. <laughs> I think it, 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 is, it is dead on arrival, that game. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Maybe Game Pass can save it. I don't know. Maybe. That's the only thing. I, I think you're like, at this point, they're like, let's just... It's gonna be on there. Oh yeah, it is. I forgot. Yeah, they're like, just, just get this out. Just do it. Maybe I'll I'll redeem that free month of Game Pass. I haven't done that yet. So I did the one dollar one. Crackdown. You're gonna do it for Crackdown. What else am I gonna do it for, man? 
I think the code expires, so I don't know what I'm oh, going to do. Oh. I think I so. did. I did the one dollar. I haven't redeemed mine either. But uh, yeah. So, uh, and lastly, we have the Metroid Prime Four is now officially rebooted on the Nintendo. This is kind of leading us into our announcement thing, but let's talk about this real quick. Uh, So they have a development update. Now, for those who are listeners, long-time listeners, know that that we have, Tony and I have a bet. I have to mention this again on this podcast. There is a chance. For those backing me on this bet, there is a chance. So Beyond Good and Evil 2, obviously needs to come out before Metro Prime 4. And before this- Metro Prime 4 isn't Metro Prime 4 anymore. I, I I understand what we made this bet for. Like I think that I think it's going to be more Metroid Prime Four than it would have been. If it was a proper Metroid game, I would allow that as 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 okay in this bet. I, I'm, I'm okay. saying it's stipulations that you could put not, in your favor, Jim. It's not Metroid Federation Force, though, Tony. We're not we're not doing. I'm not giving you that one. But if it's like a proper Metroid game, whatever the successor, yes, like yes. Act, main, you know, Sam, you play as Samus Aran. And yeah, not Federation Four kind of shit. Not that thing. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, be primed for a reboot as far as a brand new. <laughs> oh shit. Ooh. Um. So I don't know. I think bringing in obviously, um, uh, shoot, who did the original? Um, Retro- who's the main? Retro- Retro- so bringing them in this time, which I don't know why they didn't get brought in the first time, but whatever. Yeah. So yeah, so that's the interesting thing is uh, I like the, they talk about how they love the studio that was doing it. <laughs> yeah, so so that's the interesting thing is they never actually um, announced this the officially the studio that was doing it, but pretty much all the trustable or mostly reliable because not everybody's one hundred perfect. Uh, multiple sources have claimed that it was going to be Bandai, Bandai Namco, and it was actually I think multiple Bandai Namco studios. Um, there's like the one in Japan. I think there's one in Singapore that was working on like the. Star Wars 1313 game years and years ago. Um, and there was, you know, obviously different parts of the studios working on different components. Because apparently there was going to be a multiplayer part. Um, and the speculation is that, like, some of it was good, and then other parts just weren't meshing well. So they're just like, well, we want to do this right, because, you know, the, the series has been dormant since, what, 2007, 2008? Something like that. Uh, it's been over a decade. And you can't just, like, release a new game that series and not have it be amazing. Because uh, the expectations are just so high. So it was really unusual because Nintendo released a video where they flat out said, like, hey, just wanted to give you guys an update on Metroid Prime 4 because we know you've been looking forward to it. We haven't talked about it in a while. Uh, unfortunately, you know, uh, development wasn't working out. So we're starting uh, all over from scratch with the original team of Retro Studios. But don't expect any news for a long time. And Nintendo has never, ever ever done anything like that before so it's kind of unprecedented in that regards uh but i think it just shows how much they uh you know respect that franchise to not just put out a product that they didn't believe in um and obviously they wanted to placate the fans because uh <laughs> the longer things go on as we see with like final fantasy 7 remake shenmue 3 which again had a, there's an update today on that i think was there, yeah seven. All that stuff that um, you know you can't just like leave them for, dangling for a while. I was wondering the update from the uh, from Final Fantasy VII was there is no update. We're sorry, we will show something <laughs> on the way. That that's yeah. what they said. Please please yeah. be patient. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. <laughs> which, um, but yeah, it, it's unfortunate. But these things happen. Sure. Uh, which brings us to our topic of announcing games too soon. Yeah. Um, when is too soon? Uh, when do <laughs> So this goes back to, again, our uh, E3 hype launches of games that don't actually exist or uh, 
Look, I mean, even Anthem. Let's let's talk about it. Anthem oh, was talking. I was got to talk yes. about that. If you didn't mention it, thank you. I'm, I, I'm objective. I, I will talk about it. Uh, Anthem uh, was shown uh, running on an Xbox One X, and I use that. I'm quoting for those who don't have video. Air on quotes. This. Uh, air quotes. Uh, because. Um, that is clearly not the case if you walk, look at if this is the final version of this game which may be running on lower uh resolution because it's a beta possibly but there's no chance that that was running on an xbox one x because the game looks nothing like what they showed us at e3 uh you know back when it got, you know was supposed to be running on the system so uh th this is the problem I mean, the we thing is so again uh, not to interrupt you but they that could have been on xbox three like one x but they developed that specific sequence in a specific manner it's almost like a movie that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like right. It's the oh, E3 trailer thing, which right. I, you know, trailer thing. Jason Schreier, you know, he had that book where you learn about what those E3 trailers are. Right. And so potentially, yeah, I mean, they may not be lying. It could be running on Xbox One X, just yeah. not what you're going to get when you get the game. Right. It's not representative of the final product. But it's the problem. It's not, and that that's the problem you run into of showing things too early. And I don't think that's yeah, so the, the there's so like, <laughs> we, we, we the topic was announcing games too early. Sure. I think there's a difference between showing something too early okay. and announcing something. Well, I because I, I see them as man, I see them as synonymous. Uh, no, so I think I think that's a totally different issue. Yeah. I don't know. I see them as the same thing. Like if you're announcing something that doesn't exist, you can't show anything. Um, that's the problem. I think. okay. Okay. Well, no, 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 I mean, you're talking a little bit about being uh, swindled again at E3. <laughs> No, but I'm also I, I can bring up Gone Good and Evil too. The, the game I have bet on, uh, I can I can bring this up because, again, they showed a trailer when they announced Beyond Good and Evil two at E3, of a game that doesn't actually exist. Mm -hmm. So they announced the game with this trailer. Yeah, but it wasn't supposed to this be an engine, was it? it? This is why right, I see they, they, they used a CGI trailer as an announcement. But this is what I'm saying. Well, that's a little thing. different. No, no, I, no mean, I think it ties into. I mean, I see where you're you coming from, like, but they, they, it's tying into the Elder Scrolls, and they just put a logo up. It's like right. Well, that's it. I, right, I think that's, that's the other thing is how how much. I mean, we know yeah, that it's saying, probably years of presentation of a game, and then, and then announcing it. No, I, I understand, I Corey, but you have to understand. You have to understand this. That was strategic because they were showing off what was it, the Elder Scrolls mobile game, and they knew 100% if they didn't fucking announce that they're still working on the main right. next title for Elder Scrolls, people, we would have had the Diablo Immortal situation. They fucking Blizzard. knew it. Yeah. Like, they knew it. They knew it. And yeah, then, no, absolutely. And they, they even said, like, this game's probably five years away. It's like... Yeah. Right, I understand that, but, like, it, it, it's just... That's too soon. If you, in my opinion, if you're announcing, you a think game, that was too soon. But so then, what would you have done if you had this mobile game? Like that, you then you'd be in this well, no, position. No, no, I know that's. But I'm saying it's it's strategic and it's business. I understand it. I personally don't like that as a consumer. I hate that. Right. No. Because if I, you don't have anything to show me, like it's like cool. Like I, I miss like, I missed like a good chunk of that, guys, because my network just dropped. Luckily, we didn't lose the call. <laughs> but I missed like a good chunk of that conversation. Just so you all know. Okay. Um, so, but I, yeah, sorry. I mean, there's is, a storm does outside. Does that mean we're, we're not, is that not going to show up then? Um, no, it's fine. We're fine. It's still broadcasting. Okay. So uh, somehow, thank you. Uh, thank you, Google. Google, yeah. but it's still going. The cloud saved us. Um, but <laughs> uh, no, I think that, I don't know, where were you guys in this conversation? Where we discussed? I was saying, I think when, they sh when, when you announce a game and don't have any to show, uh, it's bad because... It's really hard to get excited, like when they're like, "Hey, look, we're we're making Final Faces, we're remaking Final Faces Seven. It's like, cool. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm imagine like 
you know, it, it's like that meme where it's like, use my imagination because no picks or something like that. It's like, that's that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> and then the next thing that comes after that is when you use a CG, a purely CGI trailer to announce something like, okay, like the Metroid Prime 4 thing, like Beyond Good and Evil 2, like they just did at the Game Awards with Dragon Inquisition 4, whatever the hell it's going to sure. be called. Uh, what's like, that Starfall game or Star... Star Starfield? Starfield. Starfield got an image, right? Yeah. It's like, there's that. And then there's the third related thing where it's like, hey, we're going to announce and show this game off that's a vertical gameplay slice that, you know, should be representative of yeah. the... End game, I, but, but it's not actually going to be how it works. That's my biggest problem. And that's... I'm not... I'm like, I, I think I now I'm on the... Comp, now I know where Tony's at with this conversation here. So... <laughs> I'm okay with him throwing a logo up on the screen saying this is totally not. He's saying he's not okay with that. Oh, you're not. I, mean, I personally, I mean, like whatever. If you're no. gonna at least communicate, we're working on it. It's like okay, great. But I'm just like, like it doesn't. Throw it up on the screen. Throw it on the screen. Hey, this is in production. I'm fine with this. I'm I'm not okay when you show me a product that's actually theoretically a product. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is like I don't need, like I remember when we were talking about the anthem when it was showed off. I even said I'm. I guarantee you. Yes. Go back to this podcast. I said. That's fucking bullshit. There's no way that game is running on modern consoles and will look like that. There's no fucking way. Go I back. Absolutely said that. I think you said it word for word, no, just I like mean, that. I, we all said. Like it's, just a, it's the division sequence again. It's the same thing the division did. So I, I, I um, was hoping it would be, it would be real, but I'm 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 you know I'm gullible. I'm I'm Mr. Glutton for punishment here. So uh, I like to I want to believe, um, <laughs> but uh, heart, I. Man, that's that's what it is. You're good heart. I got it, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that um, when when is too early to announce a game? Then, like, are are we supposed to be getting announcements of? Like, see, this is why I'm okay with logos going up. See, I think those are two different issues. Like, there's hearing about a game so early that you get more resentful when it's not out than hyped because it's been like five years. That's one thing. The other thing is just being misrepresented by something that shows you something that's not. But then you have Final Fantasy Seven. There was stuff shown for that as a remaster. Yeah. It was a CGI trailer. It doesn't yeah, exist, so, but it so doesn't exist. So don't, give me, don't give me a CGI trailer. It doesn't so there's pros and cons to all of this, and and, and that that's the the either beauty or ugliness of a of video game marketing is because you like all these publishers have to find that sweet spot where it's like not too soon, not too late, and we're showing the exact stuff we want to show because you know like exactly like Metroid, exactly like Final Fantasy VII. It's like or it's like, hey guys, we're making this. Here's the logo. And then, you know, at least with Final Fantasy, they showed a little bit, but then after a while, they're like, guys, we restarted development. We're just like, as a fan, you know, it's like, it, it hurts. You know, it, it definitely hurts. Yeah, because you um, already have this internal clock when you get an announcement. It's like, all right, this should be in, in like a year or two, a few right, years. Two to three, and then it gets restarted when they like, I was like, oh, by the way, something went wrong. Right. <laughs> and, and then you, you also have less confidence in the finished product whenever it comes because right. if you have to do it over, it's just gonna be Duke Nukem forever. Right. But then you have to you have to look at other games too, where like they've shown them in a playable state, like uh, I'll cite like Crackdown Three or Days Gone. Like how many fucking times do we see Days Gone? You know, how many yeah. times do we see Spider Man? You know, mm-hmm. where it's just like you keep showing and you keep showing, it's just like, okay, it's great, but like you need the game. That's why we're, we're seeing, you know, all the publishers, uh, Nintendo first and Sony second, I would say Microsoft's just getting around to that, where they're, I mean, I mean the, the, the scale-bound debacle, I mean, that was the, the biggest thing. That lost Absolutely. so much confidence. But you look at it, and, like, they're holding things so close to the chest now where it's, like, it, it doesn't make sense to, you get your customers hyped for something, and then 
there was radio silence for like months, if not years. And then you're like, hey guys, remember this thing? We're, we're ready to show it. And it's like, yeah, there's gonna be some fans who are like, okay, cool. But there's gonna be some people like, eh, like, so it's, you know, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with it. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this is, I, don't kill me for this. I'm not saying there's a good game out there at this moment, but I'm going to use Bethesda as an example. Of, oh yeah, no, they were great with Fallout Four. All of their games, they do come out when they 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 show them and they come out that year. Except for this this Starfield thing. That's why. That's why it doesn't matter. That oh, doesn't matter. Them. Like it doesn't make sense why they did that. Like it doesn't. I I. No. I mean, and this is also it's sort of it's like, rumored forever, and like finally it's like, screw yeah, but, it, but it's still years. It's years out. It's it's not this generation. It's next gen. There's this no is way. why I'm I'm also not happy with the um. Even though we have a quite a bit of gameplay again, but what is that? Yeah. From um, ugh, Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like, if you can, my sort of feeling is if you can't like at least give like a season as far as when this would be released, like a quarter of a year. If you can't confidently tell the consumers that's when this game should be out, then you shouldn't be showing it. Yeah, no, I agree. And that, that thank you, because like, I, I'm totally with you. Like don't show it to me. Like, unless like we're six to eight months from, from party, no, but like, I will, that's say, what I like to say. I am, I am absolutely okay with announcing a games in development. No, no, so here's the thing. I get it. I get it. Like, like, all right. So, example, like for Metroid Prime Four, for um, uh, Elder Scrolls, they absolutely had to to announce those that they were known because both of them were accompanied by things that probably would not have been received uh, as well by the fan base if you know, because uh, Nintendo showed off uh, Samus Returns remake on 3DS, and if they had not shown off the Metroid Prime Four trailer, fans would have been fucking pissed. They're like. A fucking remake? Are you fucking kidding me, Nintendo? We had a brand new Metro game in a decade. Are you fucking serious? Like that would have been the reaction. Same thing if they had not said we're working on new Elder Scrolls. It's just not ready to show yet, and they announced that the mobile title. People would have been like bitching and cheering. We saw it with Blizzard. We already right, saw exactly, it. Exactly. Right, exactly. <laughs> we have the proof. The proof is in the pudding. So I understand. Yes, there are some times that the developers have to do it. Like it's it sucks. I understand. But personally, it's like I. Don't show me until like you're like Michael saying, like you're pretty fucking sure no, that but, we have a target release date. Why not, Jim? Remember, why remember probably, the launch of Switch. Remember the Xenoblade Two bet? Because I was like, it's yeah. coming out. You're like, there's yeah. no fucking no way. way it no comes way. out. It's like, but Mario and Xenoblade. In the why, same year, why not announce them properly? Why not just say this is in development? It's a little. It's it's a ways out still, but we are working on this game. Because well, if you have like that big gap, like like Tony said earlier, like you hear about something and then you don't see anything for like doesn't two matter. years. But because it does matter. No, because... no, 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 no. I'm not talking about that, Mike. I'm talking about when they announce stuff to counter the announcements that would piss people off. So why not announce Elder Scrolls with an image and say, this game's a few, this is, is it just starting development now. It's, it's a little ways out, but we want to show you that we are working on this game. And that's isn't what they did. Isn't that what they did? They did with Star um, Field, right? Yes, and Elder Scrolls. Oh, they did it with Elder Scrolls, didn't they? And that's fine for me. That is a fine way to do it. Bethesda is a good example of this. Um, like they they announce stuff and they will say it's farther out, or they, so yes. But not enough people do that. I mean, if, if you mention the fact that like Metro Prime Four, if they had said in that like, yes, we understand you're hungry for this game, but just be aware that this is a little ways out. We want to let you know we are working on this. Yeah. Uh, that's a different statement than, you know, get hype for Metroid Prime 4. Um, you know, I understand you want to produce hype, but you still produce hype. You just are controllable. You tell, you know, this reboot here 
it, it, I think it's been fine for a lot of people, but it's all about momentum, Jim. I think sure. it's all about momentum because uh, again, um, so, I mean, first of all, there, there's the whole momentum thing where I'm trying to think of a title that off the top of my head, like was shown off and then just got delayed and delayed and delayed and it came out and it's just like, like, okay, pr- Crackdown 3. Now, I'm not saying there was huge hype behind it, like when it was initially yeah. revealed, but it was positive. People yeah. were positive. Like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. this is a cool title that Microsoft's funding. I mean, we just all agreed. No part of anybody's going to care. If anything saves, it's got to be Game Pass because, you know, it's fucking free with the service. So it's just like one of those games where, like, you've been showing it so many years, like, it's hard to get excited, especially when other games are coming out. But the other thing, uh, hold on, I'm trying to think of where I was going with that. Sorry. With game development and at least non, like, like serialized franchises if you announce like hey like new ip property and now in development and let's say it just doesn't pan out like you just have egg on your face you lose customer confidence like perfect example blizzard was working on titan for how many years they pulled all their like senior best people off world of warcraft made that game suffer to develop titan and it never panned out and they had to take the scraps of conceptuals uh, to turn it into Overwatch, which was thankful that it was able to release a successful product, but like that could have turned out so bad. I mean, sure. that's, 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 that's a good point too. That, that's why you I'm, can look at EA right now too. Is where well, I'm not, like, I'm not saying a debacle with them. Yeah, I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah, we forgot to mention that, but um, I'm not saying oh. that you need to mention. I'm not saying you need to announce these games are in production. I'm saying if you want to do that. It's okay to put, but you better be sure that you're going to make this product. That's the only thing. The thing you with are- game development too is stuff changes so much too. Like we've seen what happened to Destiny. I mean, like it's happened twice to them. I mean, it's like you have this idea that you want to put out in place, and then you start making that, and then you have either creep scope that happens that comes into play, or you just realize this is not going to be what you thought it was going to be, and you can't accomplish the things that you promised. And you can't have acorns turn into trees, and then, then like later on, it's like uh, I mean, no man's sky, no man's sky. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, there, the, I do agree that there are things that you can announce too soon. Uh, you said you have to be able to have confidence that you're going to be able to pull them off. But at the same time, I don't think saying like with you, I agree with you, Jim. It's like I don't think saying, "Hey, we're making this game," you know, and if you have constant updates and you have like things to like to to you know yeah. appease the fans then that's okay like that's but, fine like it's but the thing is come you out don't, and say like here's where we're at and this is what we're planning you don't know what that's gonna be though if you're gonna have those updates or stuff when you're like sure. day whatever in a development right. in like a five-year development cycle like right. so if you say oh we're starting this game it's in development but we, in earnest like you're at like storyboard level here like, I don't want to hear about it because it might not happen. You might change your mind. You might, the whole project could get scrapped. And by the time you have anything to show, it's going to be two years later or something. That's what I'm saying. Like, why not? Care. If you're going to start showing things for a product, why, and you can't, why is six months, it, there, there's no way six months is too late to show a product? There's no way. Like, you have six months to hype up this product after you show it. Why is that? Why don't people wait long, that long? That's where you should start showing a product. I think. I mean, I could, yeah. I could take like a year or two. Like that would no, be. Like no, no, I think six months makes sense because if you delay it for another six months, it's only a year delay. Yeah, I mean, so all six my personal yeah. feelings, but like, like I said, I'd like the six to nine, you know, six to eight, six to nine months range because keep it in, within the twelve month period. If, it, yeah, if it's within a year, it's just exciting, and then yeah. you have a whole year to be excited about this and get it. Like that's right. that's yeah. ideal. I mean, look at Mortal Kombat. They did a great job but there. It's a perfect example. Right. Perfect. Right. But the thing is, you, 
so again, it, it's all about publisher stuff. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of it, so okay, we'll use Destiny as another perfect example. With Destiny, they had to do like that whole like, wow, this is a 10-year deal, billion-dollar franchise, or whatever the hell it was called, because they wanted to start that hype train early. They wanted well, also to because it also, like with all the Activision, like yeah, lo- loyal, yeah. the lawyer, whatever, lawyer yeah. stuff, suing yeah. and all that paperwork, mumbo-jumbo. Yeah. I'm talking about like initially where it's like, you know, it's like we're working on, you know, well, you invest $500 million into a game. Like you're going to want people to get excited. Right, about exactly. It. So like, and, and you know, to me, this is like my personal opinion. Like I hate how, how much hype is involved with marketing these days, because like, it's just like, you're, you're hyping this shit up. And, you know, in my opinion, very few publishers actually deliver on the hype that they're uh, building upon. Um, and, you know, like, I'm just trying to think of uh, another example. I mean, any any EA game, you know, Battlefield, Battlefront, you, you talk yeah. about stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, the division. I know it came around, but like, uh, or Watch Dogs. I mean, perfect example. Watch Dogs. You, you you know, you look at that shit, and it's like, oh, the next time you actually play, it's like, oh, then you know, kind of whippered. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, that's just my opinion. I think a lot of the, you know, big third parties they can't afford to not talk about their games because they need those pre-orders. They need that hype cycle. Um, and they're not used to that mark, like a shorter marketing window. That's my opinion. Yeah. No, I feel that um, I feel I'm okay with them showing you um, a logo or telling you that it's in development, uh, but I'm not okay with them showing a trailer to represent what we're going to get as a product. It's about expectations. You know, it's like if you are setting expectations for people and then you the can't meet those expectations. That's gonna hurt fan bases That's and like it yep, hurts exactly looks scale down. Six to nine months before an item is supposed I mean, to come again, out. I mean, again, like even if we did say, look at Fallout seventy six. They announced it, it releases, and it's a shit game. Like, yeah, yep. like it doesn't matter if it comes out. It doesn't mean it's gonna be a good game. Mm-hmm. But at least they were ready. You know, I mean, it didn't. Were they? That game would have. They were as ready as they were going to be. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> like, I think they should have waited. I mean, that's the yeah. thing is like Miyamoto's quote. You know, like you know, like bad, like a bad game getting or at least whatever his quote was. You know, like well, will always I, be I, bad, I but the the game will eventually be good. Late, right, exactly. But I mean, that was before updates and stuff. And Fallout is a live social game, <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, look, I'll be honest. I have more faith in Fallout seventy six turning around than I do of Anthem being successful. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I I don't know. I like. I feel uh, like. Well, the, I feel like the Fallout seventy six is uh, combat system is so broken that it, it's not going to get saved. You can't call it Vats if it's. I just not yeah. Vats. I, I think the fundamental like mechanics of the game are just wrong. Yeah, so, exactly. I don't so I don't, I don't think that's why I think I have I have more faith in it than Fallout seventy six. All right. Well, I guess we'll yeah. <laughs> we'll see how this year progresses. So, yeah. all right, and that's that's not saying that well, Anthem is going to be successful. I'm just saying I have more faith in. Yeah, they, I mean, it's yes. very likely they both fail, but it just yeah, if yeah, I'm so. putting my money on one of them, uh, right. it has more to earn on that game. I think. Yeah. All right. I think it's going to wrap up the uh, 4:31 of the blurry camera podcast. Come on, camera. Sorry. Uh, it's there. We go. Uh, thanks for tuning in uh, to our gamecast 431. Uh, write us podcast at allgeek.net. Follow us on tw- on Twitter, allgeek. Like us on Facebook and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button if you're watching us on YouTube. Again, thanks for listening. Tune in next week to our moviecast, gamecast, wherever you listen to from us. We appreciate it very much. And thanks a lot. See you later. See you later.